Imagine a sweltering day. You're 10 or 11 years old. You've been playing outside, but the heat is getting to be a little much. You and your friends sit on the front step of your house in the shade, and your mom comes out with a fresh box of popsicles and hands them out to you and your friends. They're cold, sweet, and refreshing. Exactly what you and your friends need to cool yourselves. You take your time enjoying the frozen treat, laughing with the other kids, not wanting to waste a second of your summer and feeling refreshed, you and your friends go back to playing, thanks to mom and popsicles. Your version of this story might be a bit different, but I'm willing to bet that you have a memory somewhat similar to this. Popsicles, generic or name brand, are a childhood staple. We've all had them. Hell, even as an adult, I love them. I don't even have a kid yet, and I have a box of them in my freezer right now. They're great for beating that summer heat. Now, seeing as how popsicles are the perfect summer treat, it would make sense to think that they were created in some high-rise boardroom in a marketing firm somewhere as a way to sell more sugar water. The result of focus group after focus group being asked about the best way to beat that summer heat. But the story of popsicles didn't start in some bedroom, boardroom, excuse me. They started on a back porch. They weren't invented by a bunch of cigarette smoking men in gray suits, but rather by an 11 year old boy. And they weren't created to sell more sugar water, but purely by accident. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in Five, and this is the brief history of popsicles. Today, over 2 billion popsicles are sold around the world every year. They come in a variety of flavors from banana to avocado, lime to cherry, root beer to chocolate. This is a long way from their humble beginnings, just over 100 years ago. It all started when 11-year-old Frank Epperson started mixing lemonade soft drink powder with water to make a refreshing drink for himself. As occasionally happens with 11-year-olds, he got distracted, left the cup of lemonade, and the stir stick he was using on the back deck of his house to go and chase down something interesting or mysterious. Frank actually forgot about the lemonade all night. And that night, as Frank lay comfortably in his bed sleeping, the stars perfectly aligned in the sky and a rare deep cold sunk onto the San Francisco area where Frank lived. When he awoke in the morning, the lemonade was frozen solid. He used the stir stick to remove the iced lemonade from the cup and took a lick. He knew he was onto something. Now, before I continue with the story, I should say that I went back through the historical weather data for San Francisco in 1905, and there is no record that I could find of below freezing temperatures. The official story is that this accidental popsicle invention happened in San Francisco, but other versions of the story of Frank's accident happening in Oakland or a few other cities around California. So it may not happen in San Francisco, which is the official story, but it is still possible that it happened the way Frank said it did. Who really knows? Now, <clears throat> excuse me. Frank liked the frozen lemonade so much that he made them for his friends. Okay, again, the story breaks down a bit here. How exactly did Frank, an 11-year-old, in 1905, make frozen lemonade for his friends? The only equipment he would have had access to would have been an ice box, which was literally an insulated cabinet with a big block of ice in it to keep food cool. But that wouldn't have been cold enough to freeze lemonade. So who knows? It's not like he had an electric freezer. Those weren't invented until the 30s or 40s. Or I guess they weren't in common use until the 30s or 40s. So what we do know for sure is that in 1924, 19 years after Frank accidentally supposedly accidentally invented the popsicle, he filed a patent for the invention. 
I've seen the patent, so I know that this is true. It said that Frank had originally wanted to call the uh, call the popsicles epsicles, but that his kids always called them popsicles. His pop is in dad. Now I don't know if this is true or not, but it is possible. So. What I think happened, and I could be completely wrong here, but I assume that Frank tinkered with it, came up with the idea, and knew that a good backstory would be better than just being like, oh yeah, a 30-year-old man invented this. So he created the backstory of accidentally inventing them when he was a kid. But from what I can tell, the facts just don't really check out. So shortly after Frank got the patent for popsicles, he sold the rights to Joe Loco because he hadn't been successful at selling the treats and had hit some financial times, hard times, excuse me. Joe Loco made, that's fun to say, Joe Loco made them a hit. It is said that on one particularly hot day at Coney Island, they sold over 8,000 of the delicious frozen treats. Now again, I don't know if there's any actual truth to that or not. Now, popsicles are owned and sold by Unilever, and despite the uncertainty in their exact origin story, there is no question that they have been a hit for almost 100 years. I guess the only question left to answer is orange or cherry. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food and 5, and this has been the brief history of popsicles. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly, and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. And of course, you can like and subscribe to the podcast, you can share it, It'd be huge. You can tell your friends about it. You can leave it a rating. Whatever you want to do, it's all for you. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food in 5. I think I just came up with a jingle. Um, have a great Thursday, everybody. I'll talk to you soon.